Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, our good friend that's been here many a time, Steve Ashburner, senior writer for NBA.com. You can find him at AshNBA on Twitter, at AshNBA on Twitter. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing fine, Bill. Thanks for having me on. Are you in the bubble? No, no, I'm still, uh, I'm still at home in my home office uh, in the Chicagoland area. Um, uh, we're awaiting marching orders um, from the, the bosses down in Atlanta. Uh, in terms of how we're going to be deployed. Um, I think the thinking is they're going to, to try to have us go in sort of a relay team um, with two to three week stints uh, and then pretty much like everybody else, watch games from our sofas and, and uh, monitor and cover off the, um, the pre-post game and, and, and off the uh, teleconferences. So, no, I'm not there yet. Um, you know, I, I assume I'll be down there at some point. It sounds like it would be sort of the second level rather than that embedding in the bubble. But um, if you're embedded in the bubble, you're talking a three-month commitment. So, you know, that's that's a, a different ask. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was talking about this earlier this morning. So the protocols they have to follow, living within that bubble, staying there, uh, I, I guess uh, my first question is what is the likelihood that players just don't adhere to it? Um, well, they, you know, I think they've even anticipated the potential for that um, with the 1-800 snitch line that, that's been installed that, you know, apparently players can call to report somebody uh, breaching protocols. Um, and they also have a pretty stringent um, uh, re bubbleizing yourself if you, if you have strayed, if you've left the bubble, if you've gone to downtown Orlando or, or whatever it is, it sounds like you have to re-quarantine. You have to, um, you know, you're going to be away from your games and, and, and the games you're not playing at that point, you won't get paid for. And then the third thing, and they say this rather ominously, um, you will be subjected to the more uh, thorough, I think they call it, um, swab all the way up your nasal cavity test rather than a, a less invasive and less uncomfortable test. So it's like there's either going to be sort of a, a physical stick applied if, if, you know, for punishment if you stray um, and breach the, the bubble. We're going up your nose and poking your brain if you, you come back yeah. out of the bubble. <laughs> That'd be enough to get my attention. I'll stay put. Thank you. I have seen a couple of people do that uh, recently, and that it just looks like it hurts, uh, you know. And and they, they like lean forward, and you see stars, and you just try to gain your senses for like five minutes after it's happened. So, I, yeah, I wouldn't want any part of that. Hey, Steve, uh, we hear so much about guys. Some guys are going to opt out. Some guys are not. Uh, Major League Baseball, Buster Posey just opted out and said, "Up, not going to do it." Um, are guys feeling pressure? 
to be in this thing because, you know, their other teammates are doing it. You don't want to let your team down. Are guys feeling pressure? Or is this this sense of, hey, we got a shot at possibly getting in, into the postseason and, and playing for rings here. This is the reason we're going. I think you've got, uh, I think you've got players scattered all along the spectrum. Um, you know, there are many who just want to play basketball. It's what they do. It's when they feel most normal, even if the circumstances aren't. And, and they want to get going and, and just sort of get that feeling back that, that they have some, you know, a little more control over their, 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 their destinies. Um, you have players that actually think, I mean, you know, this is our chance, you know, to, to win a ring. I mean, LeBron wants to add a ring for his legacy, no doubt about it. The, the Lakers have as, as high hopes as they had when this, when this season began. Um, you know, he may have some teammates that feel pressure not to let him down you know, the sort of normal bonding chemistry team pressures that, that go on where it's sort of like, well, I have to uphold my end of things. And, you know, probably the, the Milwaukee Bucks roster has that as well, that this is our best chance. We're being stripped of home court advantage, which, you know, they figured to have over everybody. But, you know, they still think they can and they want to figure out a way to uh, get a championship. This franchise hasn't had one. Many of these players have never had one. Um, there's a belief that if Giannis Antetokounmpo can get a ring with the Bucks, that that would that would um, sort of let the air out of, of speculation next season about his future whereabouts. So there's you know there's there are reasons for them to feel that way. And certainly if you're you're at the lower end, if you're, if you're with the Wizards or you're with the the Brooklyn Nets, um, you know the Sacramento Kings. Sure, I mean isn't it human nature to think like, well, what are we doing here? I'm back here. We're probably going to have eight games and out. Will it have been worth it to quarantine for and practice for as much time as we're actually going to be playing games? So, you know, I, I think that you see all, all probably all normal reactions that a lot of us in, in everyday life would have. We talked a lot about uh, Giannis, obviously, and the, the signing and, you know, the Supermax upcoming. Uh, I was reading today an article about the economics of the NBA, how things may change because of the pandemic, and maybe not for just this year, but for the upcoming season, maybe a season beyond that, what do you think changes in the contract structure of what the Supermax may look like and the likelihood of then Giannis signing it and staying in Milwaukee? Well, I mean, that's still to be discussed by, um, you know, the league, uh, the owners, and the players' union uh, eventually. I guess the, you know, the, the options are essentially um, the salary cap sort of stays on a roller coaster and – goes down proportionately to the um, basketball revenues. And if, if there's a big drop in that because of loss of um, fans in games and a drop in TV ratings maybe, and, you know, whatever, whatever affects the basketball income, you know, if the um, salary cap goes down uh, commensurately, it would be, you know, a big blow. And, and contracts could that, you know, Contracts that are signed would be paid. That would be a blow to the teams. That that would put them into some serious red ink, potentially. But contracts to be signed would be based off a much lower salary cap and revenue number because the players get, you know, about 51% of, of all the revenue. That That's the partnership element. So if the owners take a hit, the players take a hit on new contracts, Giannis's new deal would be, you know, significantly less than the 253 million that has been out there based on the good conditions but the gap between him and what any other team could 
you know, between the bucks offered to him and what any other team could pay him would would still be rather large. I mean, it could be instead of being ninety million dollars um, different from what the bucks could pay and what some competing team could pay, you know, it might be seventy or eighty million dollars different. So, relatively speaking, it would be, you know, still a, a, a you know a big pot of money. And that would not necessarily hurt the Bucks. Um, you know, I don't know what to make of it. I tend to think that um, Giannis's uh, decision will be driven more by basketball considerations than by financial. But you can't sneeze at even a seventy million dollar difference. I mean, that's now. I don't want to be guilty of one thing that I've seen many in the media um, do in the past, and that's to describe the difference in money as apples to apples. It's a five-year deal with the Bucks, so it's a difference in guaranteed money. A four-year deal with an outside team, well, at Giannis's age, I think we can all, including himself, safely presume that when year five rolls around, I mean, you know, he, he won't be, you know, working down at the 7-Eleven. I mean, he'll, he'll right. be making NBA money on a new contract. So, if you want to say, well, yeah, the five years with the Bucks versus the four years, that's a $70 million difference. And that's at least, you know, say $30 million different from what, um, you know, he'll end up after that fifth season is played with a, with a, under a new contract. You know, so, so the gap is not quite as large as those sheer dollars. But, you know, in terms of guarantee in, in, in a league where injuries, you know, are not uh, all that rare, uh, to be able to salt that away and know that it's going to be there, that, that still matters. Talking with Steve Ashburner, senior writer for NBA.com. Hey, uh, two things before I let you go. One is a historic hire. Uh, the first female G League general manager has been hired by the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, in today's day and age, in today's climate, um, how big of a move is this? Well, I mean, I, I, I tend to think, Let's put it this way: I think I think the first female head coach will be a bigger deal than a, than a, an executive in an office. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the culture of pro sports, you know, that's when there's going to need to be, you know, a um, significant shift and um, you know a, a real open mindedness. Um, you know that that maybe many of these leagues are not there yet. Um, for a general manager, I, you know that. That's good. Um, I, you know, I look at sports as one of the few remaining meritocracies we have left. If you're good, you, you know, you get to play, you get to shine. Um, and and I would hope that it would extend to the coaching ranks and to the uh, the front office ranks. So, if that team does well, that's great. If that team doesn't do well, you know, I don't know that it really matters. You know, gender, race, ethnicity anything else i think i think in sports um you want every you know you want everybody to do well you want it to be like wobegon where everybody's above average but um it's not how it shakes out a lot of times so good for them for for having that opportunity and letting it play out i remember when frank robinson was hired as um baseball's first uh black manager and you know some people at the time said and he might even have have concurred that you won't you know that was great you won't really have sort of equality until there's the first black manager who's fired and that, that things are just sort of normal. And mm-hmm. so um, I guess the more representatives, you got to get, you get folks um, 
uh, in these opportunities before you can you can get to that point. So I guess, you know, that's sort of where I stand on this. Great stuff as always, Steve. I know we're up against the clock. I always appreciate it, and thanks for your time, and we'll talk more once because uh, they're hitting the courts now for practice. Once this season gets underway, yeah. I'm sure we'll talk again, okay? You're welcome, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go. That's Steve Ashburner, senior writer for NBA.com, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them. 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.